As I was driving on the way to the studio this afternoon to record this segment, I was wondering who would be listening and how many people. I want to share a story with you and then I'm going to share the theme of tonight's program, but I want to share with you why I started this radio program. Back in about April of 2021, the Lord spoke to me in a devotional time and he said, I want to give you a a radio program. And I thought, huh, really? And so before I even started it, I found a person who I knew really knew how to pray. And I said to her, I want you to pray for me. I'm not going to tell you what for. And if the Lord kind of gives you something for me, I want you to give me a call and share what he gives you for me. And like three days later, she gave me a call with an incredible word that totally confirmed that I was going to start a radio program. And um, what I asked the Lord was, uh, what time would you like the radio program to play? And and he spoke to my heart and he said, 1 a.m. And I went, 1 a.m.? Then it totally made sense. Who's up at 1 a.m.? Well, you're either running from work, to or from from work, or you're on the road, or you're sitting in your home. Maybe you're uh, wide awake and you can't go to sleep and you're feeling stressed out. I remember as I began to develop the program, the Lord had laid on my heart that he wanted it to be like his voice in the night. So this program is not necessarily about how many people are listening, but rather it's about who's listening. It's about you, the one listening to me, the one hearing my voice right now. It's about you. And the title for this program tonight is He Cares. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and welcome to Healing Begins. And I'm really glad you're listening. And you know, maybe you're at the end of a long, hard day, at work, you're tired, it was a hard day, and and you're just trying to get some rest, but sleep is escaping you, so you turned on your radio and thought you'd scan around for something to listen to. Hopefully, maybe, my voice, if you're at home laying down or in your chair listening, hopefully, I'll put you to sleep. Hopefully, that you'll find my voice relaxing. But Jesus wants you to know, just you, the one listening, that he cares for you. He cared for you so much that he spoke to me about starting this program. He cares, and I love that he does. You know, growing up, my grandma, I love my grandma, she taught me a song, and it's called, Does Jesus Care? Does Jesus care when my heart is pain, too deeply for mirth and song? As the burdens press and the cares distress and the way grows weary and long. Oh yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary and the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. Does Jesus care when I've tried and failed to resist some temptation strong, when for my deep grief I find no relief, though my tears flow all the night long. Oh, yes, he cares, I know he cares, his heart is touched with my grief. 
When the days are weary and the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. As I have been preparing this program, I keep seeing a vision of someone crying in the night, of someone weeping. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what situation that you find yourself in. But I do know that the Lord wants you to know that you're not alone. He wants you to know that he's thinking about you. He wants you to know that he can relate to what you're going through. You know, Isaiah 53 verse 3 says, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. You know, Jesus is relatable. He can relate to what we're going through. He knows what it's like to experience pain and suffering. So whatever you're going through today, I want you to know he cares and he's there and he's experienced in grief and suffering and he wants to walk beside us when we're struggling. Maybe you're not struggling and maybe you're just up because you're not sleepy. Well, this message is for you too because everybody under the sound of my voice, the Lord wants you to know he cares about you greatly. You know, um, there's a scripture that I really love, and you hear me say that many times. It's found in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 29. I really say that this scripture is like an invitation where Jesus says, come, and he doesn't clarify it. He doesn't say, come to me if you're perfect. Come to me only if you're a Christian. Come to me if only. He doesn't say any of that. He says, come to me all who are weary. Wow. And I usually joke around if I'm preaching in a church and I might say something like, you know how many all is in the Greek? I say all, everybody. He says, come to me all. You who are weary and burdened, wow, what's the burden that you're carrying this morning? Is that a family situation? Is that a situation on your job? Has there been like a death in the family? What's your burden? Well, listen to what he says. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden or burdened, and I will give you rest. Have you been searching for rest? Well, I got some really good news. Jesus wants to help you. Listen to what he says. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Let me give you the Gail Crock translation of that. Give me your burden, let me carry it. Let me handle it for you. And in you letting me handle your load, you will find the rest, the peace, and the strength that you have been so desperately wanting. So, if you're weary, he wants to give you strength. If you're burdened, he wants to lift it. You know, he wants to come alongside you and pick that burden off your shoulder, and he 
wants to carry it for you. That's why he died on the cross. He died for that very reason. When he went to the cross, he carried with him all of our grief, all of our pain, all of our sorrows, all of our sins, and he died victoriously so that you and I could experience a new level of victory and freedom in our lives. Now, you might say, well, you're telling me he cares for me, but I really haven't felt that. Well, I don't know what you're going through, and whether you feel it or not, the Lord wants you to know that he loves you and that he's with you. You know, the Bible says in um, Matthew 28, 20, I am with you always. Man, I like that. I am with you always. That's Jesus speaking. And then in Psalm 139, verses 17 through 18, it says, How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. You know, when you're alone and you feel like no one cares, you don't think anyone is thinking about you. You don't think anyone cares about you. You don't think anyone likes you. But I want you to know Jesus cares. Jesus likes you. You know, in John 3.16, we, we know that familiar verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want you to know that if you were the only one on the face of the planet, Jesus would have came and he would have died just for you. That's how valuable, that's how important you are to him. He cares. 1 Peter 5, verses 7 through 9. I like this scripture because if you're up tonight and you're weighed down with the burdens of this life, hey, maybe you've watched too much news and that constant negativity has just weighed you down. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 8 says, I love this scripture. Cast all your anxiety on him. Wow. How much of your anxiety does he want you to give him? All of it. So what he's saying is, I don't want you to care. I don't want you to carry that anxiety. Give it to me. Cast all your anxiety upon him because he, Jesus, cares for you. Wow. I love that. Be alert and sober of mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone whom he may devour. And the key word there is may, because when Jesus died on the cross, he won the battle and he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from Satan, and he rose victorious. So if you're a believer and the enemy is trying to get you to run in fear, you don't have to run. You can say, hey, look, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And you can stand your ground and not run from him. And so then it says, seeking whom he may devour, because the enemy just doesn't have the right to devour you. And then it goes on and it says, you know, it says he's a roaring lion seeking someone whom he may devour. I just said that. But one day I was thinking and wondering, what does the devil and my cares have in common? And it was simple. If I don't cast those cares on the Lord, they're going to devour me. 
they'll devour my time, my energy, my mental health. They will flat out devour me. So in verse 9, it tells me to resist him and stand firm in the faith. Resist him. How? With the word of God. Then it goes on and says, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Now, what that says to me is, there are many other people in the world that have felt exactly the way I have, and they've made it through. They got the victory. So I am not alone. I am not the only one experiencing this. Then as I was continuing to prepare for this program, the Lord brought to my mind James 4.8. And I'm just, it's really simple. I'm going to read the first part of the verse. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wow, there's another invitation. He doesn't say come near if you're perfect. Come near if you're a saint. Come near if you got your life together. He says, no, come near now. Just like in that one verse, come to me. What he's really saying to you there, if you come to me, I will carry your burden for you and I will help to begin to straighten up your life to where I want it to be. The Lord loves you. In him there is no condemnation because he loves you so much. Then there's another verse I want to read. It's like another invitation out of Revelation 3.20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So Jesus really is standing here this morning giving you an invitation. The invitation, if you haven't done it already, is to come to him, to open up your heart to him, and to let him in. And so maybe you've never ever done that. Maybe, or maybe you have years ago, but you've kind of fallen away from the Lord and you know it. Well, there's no time like the present to come back to Jesus. He loves you. So why don't you just pray after me? I'm going to do a sinner's prayer right here, a prayer of rededication to the Lord. Say, Lord, I've been away from you. Lord, I'm coming back. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Lord, I rededicate my life to you. Fill me with the Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Not only does the Lord want you to come, you to invite him into your heart, he wants to invite you to have a new level of fellowship and friendship with him. He cares and he wants you and him to walk together, talk together, and to not go through life alone. Jesus cares for us, whether we feel it or not. A really nice picture of this in the Bible about how Jesus cares is found in Luke 15, 4. And I'm not going to read the scripture, but I am going to tell you the story. The Bible says that Jesus went into the sheepfold. He's the shepherd. And he was expecting to have 100 sheep. And he counted them and he only had 99. And he wasn't satisfied with having 99 sheep because he knew one was lost. So he went out and he found the one that was lost, put it on his shoulders and brought it back into the fold. 
Now, to Jesus, the sheep wasn't lost. He knew exactly where it was, but it was actually the sheep that wandered away. And then Jesus went out to find him. We are like that so many times. We wander away. It's not the Lord that withdraws from us. It's us that withdraw from him and get ourselves in situations that are not good. And the Bible says that when one sinner comes to repentance, that all heaven rejoices over one that's come home, over the lost sheep that have been found. Another really good picture of this is found in Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. Now, I'm not going to read the scripture, but I love to tell stories, so I'm going to tell you the story of the prodigal son. So there was a father that had two sons, and they worked for him on the farm, and they were going to inherit everything when the father was like going to retire or passed away. Well, the younger son came to the dad and he said, I want my inheritance now. I want it now. I want to leave. I want to go on my own. I want to go to a far country. I want to leave. So the dad gave the son his share of the inheritance. Well, the son went to another country and he spent all his money on sinful living, on things he shouldn't, until he found himself completely broke. Well, he found himself in a, in a pen with the pigs, feeding the pigs, and he knew he was in trouble when what he was feeding the, what he was feeding the pigs looked good for him. He was hungry. So he thought, well, you know what? I'll go back to my dad. I'll ask forgiveness. I don't deserve to be a son but I'll see if I can be a servant. So in the Jewish culture, so in the Jewish culture, a dad never ran as far as running goes because it was considered to be undignified. But the father was waiting for his son to come back home. When he saw him afar off, the father went running to meet his son, threw his arms around him, welcomed him back, and the son said, I, I don't deserve to be a son. Let me be one of your servants. And the dad said, no way. You're my son. My son has come home. And he put a robe on him, put a ring on him, killed the fatted calf, and welcomed him back into the family. That is just like our Heavenly Father. Sometimes we wander away from him but he's sitting there and he's waiting for us. What for? He's waiting for us to come back. He's waiting for us to come home. He doesn't care where you've been, what you've done. All he wants is you back home with him. So many times we let shame and condemnation stop us from going back home to the Father. That's what the devil does. He tries to tell you that God don't want you back. You know you're wandered away. You know. You know where you've been. God will never take you back. Well, that's all a lie. Jesus is standing there. His, eye, his arms are open for you. And he's inviting you to come back to him because he 
cares for you so much. You know, when I was running from God, the interesting thing, no matter how fast I ran, God was faster. No matter where I went, he was there. I flat out couldn't get away from Jesus, from what he had for me. And you know what? He does care. He sees your situation. Maybe you're a nurse that works in the hospital and you're listening to this. Thank you for your service. Thank you for caring for those that are hurting right now. Yes, there's a lot of people out there that are stressed out, that are hurting, that need to know that Jesus cares. Not only that he cares, but that he's aware of everything you're going through. You know, there's nothing that you're going through that he's not aware of. You know, the Bible says that he knows the number of hairs of our head, and he knows when a sparrow falls from the sky. That's how much he cares. I want to pray for you this morning. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, there are so many under the sound of my voice that are hurting, that need a word from you, that need a word of encouragement today. Lord, I pray that you bring strength to the weary. I pray for those that are carrying heavy burdens this morning, that you would lift the burdens from off their shoulders. Let them know that they're not alone, that you are with them every step of the way. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, thank you for listening to this program. I'd love to hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultantswiththes.com. I want you to remember, you're not alone, and Jesus cares. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office in Hastings, Michigan. And that doctor's office is Family Tree Medical, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson, a family physician. There are many people that are in need out there today. All of our services are free to the public on the healing center side of it. Dr. Carlson, you have to apply to be in his practice. But I'd love to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com and gail is spelled G-A-L-E. 
And I'd love for you to learn more about us by going to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com or www.scchealingbegins.com. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your prayers. May God richly bless you.